No one's pushing this sheriff around with their atheistic bullying. Sheriff Jody Green is standing tall against the threats of the Freedom From Religion Foundation and says he will not remove a Bible verse from the walls of his Columbus County Sheriff's Office in Whiteville, North Carolina. I'm Martin Moyer, your host of Shout Out Patriots. I'm joined by Pastor Jason Bender. Together, we're talking to Sheriff Green to see whether the hounding of an atheist group located a thousand miles from his office can scare him into brushing over Philippians 4.13 from a hallway in his department. Who do they think they're messing with? Patriots, they deserve a voice, so we're giving it to them. Well, welcome to Shout Out Patriots. My name is Martin Moyer. I'm the host. And together with us is a whole bunch of patriots. We have some normal guests here. Pastor Jason Bender. Say hello, Pastor. Hello, patriots. We have Alec Rooney, our news editor at Christian Action Network. Welcome to Shout Out Patriots. We have Michael Moyer at the controls. Welcome to Shout Out Patriots. And off in the distance in Columbus, Ohio, is our attorney, David Carroll, who is the uh, chairman of Christian Action Network, which is the sponsor of this program. Say hello, David. Welcome, patriots. All right. Today, we have a very special guest. I'm excited to have him on our show today. And it is Sheriff Jody Green, who is the sheriff of Columbus County, North Carolina. Uh, now, Columbus County, you're, you're actually in Whiteville, North Carolina, which is about 50 miles west of Wilmington. Is that right? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me tonight. Now, uh, you were elected in 2018, correct? Yes, sir. That's correct. And when you first took office, you immediately had to go to war with opponents of yours who said that you do not live in the county you just ran for. And you had to fight that battle for months. And then you scored a rather large victory when the state board of elections voted four to one in favor of you holding your seat. That, that'd be exciting. Yes, uh, it's been a fight the whole time. Uh, and here again, with the great wall of white, well, another fight. Yeah, and uh, then as soon as you took office, you had to go to war with the drug traffickers there. I read that uh, tr drug trafficking arrests have increased three times their previous level since you've, you've taken office. That's a tremendous victory there. Yes, sir. We're focusing on getting this evil off our streets and killing our kids. Yeah, I, I like your saying. You said drugs are the foundation for all that's bad. That's quite a statement, and it's uh, quite true. Uh, but then you also had to deal with the triple homicide when you took office. I mean, uh, that involved a couple and their five-year-old son. I mean, that's uh, quite an uh, introduction to being a sheriff in your freshman year, isn't it? Yes, sir. It is. Uh, the good Lord got us through it. And it didn't end there. So now, after all of that, did you ever imagine that you'd have to go to war with an atheist group that is over 1,000 miles away from where you're at, in Madison, Wisconsin, over a scripture verse that you have on your department wall uh, that basically says, uh, you, we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us? It's ludicrous. Everything that's going on in the world today they're worried about my scripture on the wall. <laughs> now, that uh, scripture on your wall was paid for with private funds. Is that right? That's absolutely 100% correct. So are you thinking that uh, you need 
uh, all the strength of Christ to battle this uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation out of Madison, uh, Wisconsin, to have a victory here again? Yes, we're ready to fight. Uh, I'm doing the right thing here. I'm not backing down. Yeah, you said we're bringing the Columbus County Sheriff's Office into the 21st century when you took office, and you had a lot to do during your uh, couple of years that you've been on in office, uh, fighting the drug people, you know, solving, tr- uh, you know, a triple homicide for a county that's only 56,000 big. That had to be uh, quite a shock to that uh, small community. Um, and then having to fight to be able to hold on to the seat that the people of Columbus County put you in and now having to fight an atheist group that is uh, quite some distance away. I think they claim that someone in your community saw the uh, writing on your wall and then complain to them and now they're complaining to you and threatening you with a lawsuit if you do not remove it um it, do, do you think that is exactly what happened or do you suspect something else well i think it's politically motivated i won the election um december the 18th when we took off it was 2019 january i had it put on the wall we've done a facebook post on it Guys, I've taken several, I don't know how many pictures. I use it wall for a backdrop for a lot of pictures. And uh, nothing has ever been said. Well, four weeks ago, uh, one of my pastors was down and we donated him some money for Toys for Tots. And after that, it went viral. Everybody was, uh, this guy started calling me to threaten, sue me if I didn't take it down. So So that was right after you... Your your pastor took or a pastor took a picture like a and shared it on Instagram or something. I, yeah, on Facebook. I donated him some money, and we took our picture and shook hands in front of the sign, and uh, it came from that. So, sheriff, what do you believe their political angle is with this? Their political angle. They want sheep in office. Columbus County. Let me give you a little bit of the demographics here. They were used to the good old boy syndrome. Same old, same old. Uh, Folks, this day and time, we got to stand up for what's right. This 56,000 people in this county, we're having 200 overdoses last year. It's time to stand up and, and do the right thing. It's time to be men. It's time to put the Lord where he belongs, at, at the front. Why don't you tell our viewers what the uh, sign actually says and what it means to you, why it's important? It says... I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. What that means to me, it goes back to what y'all were talking about earlier, the election. We went through a tremendous time. First off, a little history about me. I retired from North Carolina Highway Patrol as a first sergeant. I've lived here. They knew I lived here, but it was just an angle to try to keep me out. They didn't think I would win the election. I was the first Republican to ever hold office in my county. It's theoretically a Democratic county. <clears throat> but after we won, it just, it drug on till March of the following year before they ever certified my election. Well, <clears throat> during that time, that was my strength. That was my motivation. Going back to my highway patrol days, I went to a lot of classes, motivational, how to lead, what to do. But, you know, I don't know all these big motivations, but that verse gave me and my wife the most comfort. Yeah. Uh, and you're holding to your guns. Uh, you made national news here. I mean, uh, for some reason, the media decided to, pick up on this uh, and spread it, you know, across the United States. You were even quoted in the USA Today, and you're quoted as saying, let me be clear, I will not waver on my stance and Christian beliefs. So 
you do look at this as uh, taking a stance. This is an actual threat against your Christian beliefs. Absolutely. I have the freedom of religion, not from religion. They need to get that straight. I will not waver on it. How about, how about the uh, uh, officers and other uh, workers and employees ar around your office? Have you had any complaints from them about that scripture? Absolutely not. They love it. They all take pictures in front of it. But they, this has just motivated them even more with that. We put it up, uh, the command staff, some of the deputies. We actually had it cut out. We put it on the wall ourselves. Uh, everybody helped. I mean, it was, it's motivation for all of us. I mean, we live in the Bible Belt. We, <clears throat> We're born-again Christians down here. We don't need nobody from Wisconsin telling me to take something off my wall. You know, the Freedom From Religion Foundation are always out uh, hunting down anything that might have the word Christ in it that's on a piece of public property. And uh, let me just, uh, just this past month, uh, they told an elementary school that they have to stop putting on a nativity display. They warned a Virginia, West Virginia school to stop uh, having a devotional Chris, Christmas assignment. Um, they seem to go out of their way uh, looking for cases out there to uh, threaten school officials with and public officials, including, you know, the sheriff's department. But what I noticed in each one of these cases that I read about on their website, they said, because, you know, they're based in Madison, Wisconsin, right? So what business is it of theirs to be poking their nose in Ohio or in West Virginia or in North Carolina? So they always come out and they say a local citizen took time to write them or phone them or email them with a complaint about something that was happening in a public forum in their particular area. And, you know, I, I just highly doubt that to start with. But uh, what I want to ask, you know, wouldn't it make sense that if someone in your community had an issue with something you had on your wall, that they would have notified you first, that you would have received a call, you would have received an email. Uh, someone would have been banging down your door saying, you know, Sheriff Green, what is it with this scripture you have on your wall? I find that very offensive and unconstitutional. Did anybody in your community ever come up to you at any time, anywhere, and complain uh, about that scripture on your wall? Absolutely not. Now, I actually have in God we trust on my cars, the same group that sent me letters in the past about that. And I just, uh, avoid, uh, I'm not taking it off my car. Well, I got a question for uh, David Carroll since he is an attorney here. Uh, is it possible that, uh, it, you know, the Freedom From Religion Foundation has threatened a lawsuit against the sheriff? I don't know about standing in cases like this. I mean, would a group in Wisconsin have standing in court over what a sheriff has on his wall in North Carolina, or do they have to have a community member living in that area to have standing in court to file that lawsuit? That's a good question. And it all depends upon what court they bring it in and what, and what, uh, whether it's federal or state, uh, they will probably have a citizen though, who is a, a, a member of the community to be their named plaintiff uh, that would be that would be ex an expected strategy on their part. N not that it matters all that much, really, but uh, I I'm sure that's what they'll do. Well, I guess I'm a little confused here because I thought to bring a lawsuit in any court that you have to first show that 
you have standing. And in order to show standing, you have to show that you somehow are personally, uh, you have a special interest in it, that it affects you. I can't see how a group in Wisconsin could have standing without a community member uh, willing to put his neck out on the line and say, yeah, it was me. I'm the one that was offended by this. Uh, but, you know, I'm not an attorney. It just doesn't make much sense to me. And uh, I, I think it would be a, a somewhat of a challenge for uh, it, the uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation to mount a lawsuit. But if he does mount a lawsuit, are you prepared to defend it, Sheriff? Yes. Folks, we've had the most outreach uh, from all across the state, from all across the United States, actually. Uh, people want to do a GoFundMe page. Uh, I had one gentleman say he would foot the bill if he had to have an attorney. He'd have me an attorney here the next day, uh, which is a humbling experience. Uh, but so far, we haven't had to act on anything. The first thing they did was try to threaten me through the press. Our, and that's a big problem down here. Uh, we don't get a fair shake in the press, uh, which a lot of folks don't. But, uh, <clears throat> TV6, a local news station, called and you need to take that down. We need to do a story. I said, no, but here's your story. The only way it's coming off my wall, the good Lord comes out of heavens and takes it off. So, and it's gone from there. Did they still come and do their story? No, they, they did a story, but they done it off the news reporter. And this gentleman here, they'd done his side of it. And did they, did they see, they sought your side of it, but didn't get it, I guess. Over the phone, they did. Uh, and I've done my own, I've done my own press release. Because, like I said, we don't get the fair shake down here for the press. So I do my own press release. Yeah, I spent 26 years in the press, so I can uh, I can relate to the kind of people that you were that you were dealing with. What was your first in? When did you first know that they were targeting you? How did you first find out? I received a letter asking me if uh, I was aware it was a violation of constitutional right, which I, I didn't respond to that. I won't go go in the weeds with them. And then two days later, uh, TV6 contacted asking questions if it was on the wall, if I was going to remove it. And I, and I told them I weren't going to remove it, and it was on the wall. I think they came out and got a picture of that. Do prisoners, like, go by this wall or something? Or is it something that, like, arrested people see all the time? Or No, this is where my staff is. This is our – the public can come back here, but they have to be invited back. This is where my civilian personnel are. This is where my office is. You have to have a meeting. You have to have a specific reason to be back here. The message is in a place where – it's just private for your staff, and your staff isn't complaining. So the the only people who would seem to me that would have a complaint is if the staff were claiming that you were proselytizing them uh, or something. Uh, and and uh, if if they don't mind, it seems to me that the, that the Freedom from Religion Foundation has a tough case. It's good. I hope you have a team lined up to defend it in case they bring it. Because they live, they probably will. They probably will. Uh, my county government, county commissioners, county manager, they're all behind me 110%. So uh, we'll be able to fight. They agree. You know, I bet uh, the 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 people who are against you in this fight um, are extremely upset that you actually won your election as sheriff because, uh, you know, the, the way that crime has been rising and just the message that has been put out recently seems to be against uh, conservatives or anybody who actually wants to do something about crime and about the, the drug situation. 
And every time somebody gets in charge, they take that quite personally and want to want to want to fight about it. So uh, it seems it seems great that you won, but uh, I'm I'm not surprised at all that you have a lot of people coming up against you. Well, it's it's also not surprising that an atheist would want scripture taken down. Obviously, that's not their place to say, but you know, look at the the stories that that Marty had mentioned before that you fought from when you came in, Sheriff. So let me ask you, compared to, you know, taking down drug traffickers, right? Investigating a triple homicide, all these things that you've done, where does this line up with those things? You know, this seems like, like you said, you have your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're confident that he's going to see you through regardless of what happens here, right? You don't seem scared to me. I've read some of your Facebook posts. I love it. And I want to read one later on, but, um, where does that line up in, in regards to fighting all these other crimes that are serious crimes that you've uh, been involved with before? Lines up this way. God put me here. He's driving this car and I'm along for the ride and I'm going to do what put my heart to do. And, uh, we're staying busy. I'm not backing down. I'm not concerned if they sue me. Not one bit. I'm not intimidated by them. Uh, we've got a job to do. It's time that we stand up. Look what's happening to our country. I hear from mothers and dads all the time. My son's strength. Can you get him help? I was at a house at one o'clock in the morning trying to get this young kid help. You can't arrest your way out of this, folks. It's going to take prayer. It's going to take a lot of hard work and devotion to fix where our country's headed. Uh, people have got really people are sitting at home with their heads in the sand they don't realize there's zombies out there now i mean literally it, it would amaze you just to see how people are living in these areas and then you got good people that are living in these areas they're held hostage and scared to come out of the house because people are riding by shooting guns that's my job i've got to fix that and i'm going to do it good lord help you remind me of a statement, and I'm probably going to butcher this because I think it was in Philadelphia, and a Philadelphia chief of police, he sent a message out to parents and said, we are not your babysitters. You have got to learn how to take care of your own kids. Uh, don't send them out here on the streets to get in trouble and think that it is our job to punish them, to arrest them, to put them in jail, to instill good behavior in them. You have to be the ones to do it. Uh, and of course, anybody that's read recent news that's taken place in Philadelphia with its record-setting crime rate right now, mm -hmm. parents did not listen to that message. And now you're you're not in a big town, city like Philadelphia, Sheriff. Uh, I think there's like 56,000 people that live in your county. Uh, but you see some of the same problems there, don't you? That parents, uh, a lot of parents are beginning to, think that, well, you know, my kids can go out and, and play, do whatever they want. If they get into trouble, you know, it's up to the law enforcement to straighten them out. It's it's not my job anymore. Yeah, I see it a lot. We get calls. My 10-year-old don't want to go to bed. Folks, you know what I learned about this at? I learned about this at home from mama, daddy, grandma, granddaddy. It starts at home. That's where it starts. And and say what you were holding up. A lot of people are listening in on this uh, conversation. My Bible from the North Carolina Highway Patrol when I got promoted stays on my desk. So the Highway Patrol gave you the the Bible when you got promoted? That's right. North Carolina Highway Patrol will give you Bibles when you got promoted. Does the Freedom From Religion <laughs> Foundation know about this? <laughs> I smell another case coming on. 
No, that's great. Now they, they, they're going <laughs> to... There's going to gonna, be another letter in your mailbox. They stuck their hand in the, in the beehive. Um, I was going to ask you, Sheriff, if you think... What do you say to people who uh, say that there is no place for your Christian faith in your daily pursuit of law enforcement? Are those two things necessarily linked together for you? They are linked together to me. Yeah, and how 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 does it, how does how does your Christianity affect your daily discharge of your duties? How it affects me is how you treat people. Just like I said a while ago, we're we're aggressive with enforcement. Don't get me wrong, but I also say we can't arrest our way out of this. It's going to take more than that. We're always looking for programs to sort something to get some type of rehabilitation. Now I don't believe in diversion. I don't believe you get in trouble if you do this, you're out. But guys, it's just unreal the way this society looks at things. Just like talking about a Bible verse on the wall. Not how can we get these kids help? How can we get a homeless shelter? We don't have a homeless shelter. They're more worried about Jesus Christ. That's the man that's going to bring things around for us. It's just backwards how our society thinks. Before we do anything, if I open a meet, we pray. When we close the meeting, we pray. When we do search warrants, when we go on those missions where our people are putting the meat at home way, there's a prayer set. That's my faith. That's what we believe in now here. I don't make them do it. Our people want to do it. Thank the Lord. Let me read you this statement from the Freedom From Religion Foundation regarding you, Sheriff. It says, the Columbus County Sheriff's Office must serve all citizens equally, whether Christian or non-Christian. A blatantly Christian message in law enforcement division sends a message of exclusion. So what they're saying and implying is that you will only protect Christians in your community and sacrifice the non-Christians because you have that wording on your wall. I mean, talk about an incredible leap of logic uh, to make it imply that you have, uh, I mean, I'm not even sure what they're trying to say with that. Are they trying to say that you're not going to arrest a Christian or that you will only arrest non-Christians or you will only defend Christians, but not non-Christians? And furthermore, how are you supposed to know whether they're a Christian or not when someone calls 911? Is that something your 911 operators ask when a person calls? Hey, well, first of all, I have to know. Can you, you know, cite the Lord's Prayer? Do you know uh, a scripture verse? Are you a person of faith? Are you a person of faith? I mean, what a crazy accusation to make. It's absolutely absurd. You know, the non-Christian population is the one we need to be reaching. Like I told you, on my Mark Patrol's car, it is displayed in God we trust. What others may fail to see in that is it also says dedicated to serve. It don't say dedicated to serve only Christians. We serve every living, breathing person, citizen in this county. That's the way we do business down here. And that's what Jesus would have you do, isn't it? Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, it may sound uh, crazy. That statement they made does sound crazy, but in this crazy world, it's not totally, um, I guess, unexpected because in Atlanta, a fire chief was fired there because he had written a book against homosexuality and he talked about it in his church and he was fired from his job. He sued the city of Atlanta uh, because he was fired from this job. But the judge said, upheld the firing, uh, saying that, well, we have to be careful because 
it's now evident that this particular fire chief is a Christian and we don't want the non-Christians out there to think that perhaps they'll let the, someone's home burn down to the ground because it's occupied by a non-Christian. And this is coming from a judge. And I'm wondering how, if the uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation did not base this stupid statement on that judge's decision there. In other words, well, this judge has now set a precedent. You know, we can make accusations that someone that's overtly Christian in their office and expresses it may uh, use that Christianity for ill will toward non-Christians. And this it's almost like they want to get Christians completely out of the public uh, uh, atmosphere. It goes back to politicians. And I'll say something to the politicians. If you've done this for a vote and you change your stance and your faith and your beliefs to get a vote, you're in the wrong line of work. I took a cut. I lost money to come to the sheriff's office. This is my home county and my son, my daughter lives here. I'm raising a grandchild here or they are. But needless to say, a change had to be made in this county, period. We were, when I came here, we had dial up internet. You can't do that and be effective this day and time. But the politicians that are out there just for a vote and not standing up for what's right, they need to look at themselves. That's not what we need. We need to change in this country across the board for people to do the right thing and stand up. And it's, it's hard to say no sometimes, but you've got to do it. You've got to. You can't give the store away and expect things to change. It's not going to happen. Did you expect... Um for this kind of criticism uh, when you actually ran? <laughs> no, uh, I'm not a politician. <laughs> I had no clue. Uh, in fact, I went and got my heating and air license. I was going to do heating and air work when I retired and moved to the beach, but something just got my heart. Well, Sheriff, I, I love the fact that you want to make a difference, that, you know, it's just, it's so easy to see that you have this unwavering faith as you're speaking to us, I can see the conviction in you. And I just want to read this Facebook post because like I said before, I just love some of the things that I've seen you put. You said, I'm not scared of much, but I'm afraid of burning in hell. The Freedom From Religion Foundation mocks Christians fear of burning in hell. According to their Facebook page, they have a contest for the unabashed atheist slash non-believer of the week. I'm not sure exactly what that is. And then you say, it is time, past time to stand up. So let me be clear. I will not waver on my stance and Christian beliefs. I love that, Sheriff. And here's the thing. You know, we see a lot of Christians today. There's these messages in the church from the pulpit that God wants to bless us, right? Once we give our lives to Christ, everything is going to work out. But we know, you know, Scripture tells us that those that are, are if we want to be blessed, we're going to be persecuted for the sake of righteousness, right? So that's exactly what we see in your life right now is happening. You're trying to take a stand for righteousness, and you're being persecuted. So, I mean, that's just amazing to see. And I think it's a testimony to Christians who are weak in their faith and, you know, maybe slacking a little bit and passive, but also for an unbelieving world to say, man, there's something about this guy. His God might just be real. Oh, he's real. And I'll fight to my death before you see my face on something. That's that bash thing you're talking about. Who would do that? What do you win? Not me. Like I said, I'll fight to the end. Uh, not also on the Freedom From Religions uh, website is this statement. 
Christians stole Christmas. Imagine that. That's what it says. Christians stole Christmas. It's the birthday of, anybody want to guess what it is? What it is? Oh, I have no idea what that could be. It's the birthday of the unconquered son. That's new to me. I, uh, I, never, I don't even know what an unconquered son is. What? This, this reminds me of our story the other day. Can you conquer the, the son? Was it the uh, Illinois State House or that had the... Uh, oh, the satanic? The satanic yeah. uh, nativity scene. Right. With that, and it was called that. It was That was the name in Latin. That's son, S-U-N, not S-O-N. So, right. you know. Uh, now, it is the birthday of the unconquered son, S-O-N. What if they ever? <laughs> what if they ever thought about that? You know, if you say it right, right? They're only off one letter, but that's a big letter to be off. It yeah. is. Uh, I, you know, sheriff. I, I think a lot of people would like to know exactly what does a sheriff do because I know it's more than just uh, running a police force, and uh, I think I was surprised the first time because. You know, everybody drives around and they see a sheriff patrol car and they think, okay, that's what sheriffs do. They, they serve warrants, they, you know, arrest people, but uh sheriff department does a lot more than just uh, go out and enforce the law, doesn't it? If they're going to be effective, they better, you have to be in your community. You have to be at these schools talking. You have to be at these churches talking. I'm not talking politics either. I'm talking about ways to fix things. I'm not where the next vote's coming from. You better be involved in all facets of your community. You need to know your people in your community. Not only do we serve paper, papers and arrest people, we're in charge of the jail, we're in charge of the courthouse, animal control, uh, your counselors. You have people calling you all at like one o'clock. I was at the house at one o'clock in the morning for a family that was having some issues with a child that chose the wrong path. There's a lot you have to do if you're devoted to it. And if you don't have God with you on that, you're not going to succeed. I don't care who you are. This is how I feel about it. Let me ask you something. Did uh, What do you think of the uh, riots that recently happened? Like, Did that uh, have an effect on your running, or did it scare you from running? Or um, like, what kind, of ha what kind of effect did that have on you and your decision to run? I was already in office when that happened. No, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> politics. When I came in, our people weren't prepared for anything like that. Uh, and we live close to Wilmington, and they were having riots there. Uh, the old group of cattle commissioners, I requested gas masks. They said we couldn't do that. It's uh, militarizing the law enforcement. And my point to all this is, gentlemen, is at some point, we've got to get the sheep out of offices that make decisions. We have got to have a strong foundation, or the House will surely fall on, on that line um is 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 your uh i guess it's what is it the da or the uh the assistant attorney or the district attorney actually excuse my language worth a damn in your area he wasn't the one against it it was politicians that uh weren't for that change uh and we were having threats that it was going to happen here they were going to do things here as a diversion to draw crowds out of Wilmington and then try to destroy your larger towns. There's not a whole lot here for them to destroy, to be quite honest with you, but uh, they'll go to these smaller areas and start a skirmish to get manpower down there to take care of that. But they got a bigger group sneaking into your Wilmingtons, your Raleigh's and your Fayetteville to make big damage before more help can get there to fix. It's kind of like what we saw in Kenosha, um, which led to the, Rittenhouse case, the shootings there, where the police kind of 
or the local politicians, I guess, kind of stood back and let the rioters come in. Yeah, just like they're doing in Washington. Let them destroy. It. It's taking the breath out of law enforcement as well. Uh, they don't know whether they can act, not be sued. Everybody's trying to sue everybody. Uh, but if you do things right and God's got his hand on it, it's going to work out. I was going to ask you if you see any connection between um, the, the whole defund the police movement and the kind of targeting that's being done of you right now over this Bible verse. Absolutely. I, I feel it's a political attack. <clears throat> it's like I said, they want sheep in these seats so they can bend and sway and get their agendas worked out. So, yeah, it's part of defunding the police. They want people in there they can control. And, uh, it's just, it's not a good fit for me. It's not going to work. Well, yeah. you know, defund the police movement is having success both ways that they are going. One is to actually cut the funding of police departments to defund the police there. And then if they don't defund it completely, now police departments are uh, low on manpower. They're being threatened with personal lawsuits and uh incredible charges against them for doing their job. Uh, they're afraid to actually do their job and it's going to be hard to recruit people into the police force. If you think, gee, if I go out and get an assignment, uh, either someone's going to come up behind me and shoot me nowadays because they hate the police, or I'm going to do something that someone is going to politicize. And then I'm going to spend the rest of my days in jail. And, and in that sense, they start to defund the police. And not only that, you got prosecutors out there with their no bail policy and not willing to enforce the law that makes it like, why am I going out there to arrest people if they're just going to be a turnstile jail department where they go back out on the street again and commit more crimes? And so good people will stop applying for the jobs. Now, I don't know that that's the case with you uh, in Columbus County, Sheriff, but uh, do you see this as any type of a, of a fear that good people will stop trying to apply for a job to become an officer uh, and you perhaps might be left with people who are basically thugs who want to carry guns applying for the job? It's already happened, sir. It's already happened. This is part of the issue. Uh, the they're breeding manhood out of our society. Uh, if a child gets in a fight at school now, what happens to them? They're expelled, they're charged or whatever. Uh, they don't learn how to be men. So the first thing they want to do is grab a gun. They don't know how to be men anymore. Guns don't fix the problems. And it's not the guns hurting people. It's the, it's the gentleman or the lady holding the gun. That's the problem. So there's, there's a, a lot to it. Uh, you got to let children become men, women. Uh, so if they're held to that standard and all they want to do is play video games, how are they going to be productive for what we do? Being a law enforcement officer, I'm a firm believer is a calling just like a pastor. You're not going to get rich at it. You have got to enjoy it. Or you might as well not come, just move on. It's not going to work for you. It's a calling. Yeah, I think uh, someone here, I, I went through uh, some of y'all's questions today. Someone had a question about whether the sheriff believes that uh, the sheriff department is actually a ministry that comes from God. Which one of y'all emailed me that? I forget. 
But anyway, now they're all denying it. But nevertheless, <laughs> that sounds like a Jason to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't take <laughs> that's, a question. That's, a great, that's a great question, but I can't take credit for that. Well, Romans chapter thirteen does indicate that uh, you know uh, law enforcement is you know a ministry that God gave to mankind uh, to make sure that people are reined in in bad behavior and to protect you know the innocent. So. But I don't think the Freedom From Religion Foundation would agree uh, that law enforcement should be categorized as a ministry from God. But we all know that it probably is, and it should be that way. I agree 100%. Well, if we're doing it right, isn't what all of us do a ministry from God? If we're doing it right. That's right. Everything that we do, especially those of us in, in service uh, service industries as I am and and obviously Christian Action Network, but uh, everybody, whatever they do, they should be doing it as if they are a ministry from God. Well, I understand that as an individual that you're doing it as a ministry of, of God, but here we're talking about departments, you know, can that department itself be a ministry from God, you know? Uh, there's no such thing as a, you know, a Christian building or a Christian you know, uh, Department of Education is made up of individuals. But there, I think there is an exception in this case that God did create a department called law enforcement that is a ministry of God because it says so in Romans 13. And all. Yeah, and it, and it makes sense. Look, God created man in his image, so it's only right that God would w want to protect his creation. But I think a lot of it has to do with uh, whoever is the leader in that arena, right? We have the sheriff who's saying, look, I'm a Christian first and foremost before I'm a sheriff. And I, I want to help the community. I want to do right by the community. He prays. He's got scripture on the wall. And it is, in, in essence, a, a ministry. And the only reason, like you said, the only reason why he's doing what he's doing, the way he's doing it, is because he's a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, that's why it comes back around to this particular scripture, because, look, if I'm a chef in a restaurant and I have something on the wall that says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, what is that telling me right there that, okay, I can make this pie or I can make this roast beef? But we're talking about police officers out there that, Every day they come in, they don't know who's going to be pointing a gun at them. They don't know what type of situation that they're going to land themselves into that could maim them, mm -hmm. that could uh, disable them for the rest of their lives, or they perhaps be in a coffin. And you need to go out uh, on your daily patrol with the idea that no matter what I have to face today, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Would you say that's kind of the, why you have that scripture up on the wall, uh, Sheriff? Yes, sir, I would. Nail on the head. Well, I know we have to wrap things up now to stay within our 45 minute uh, time period. Uh, but I want to thank you, Sheriff, for coming on our program. It was a pleasure, and I was really excited uh, when Michelle told me that you would agree to come on, and everybody here was uh, absolutely thrilled with the idea of getting a chance to speak to you. I know that uh, we put a Facebook posting up about this on our uh, page, and it was just overwhelmed with uh, positive responses. So I know people out there across America wanted to hear directly from you. So thanks again for coming on our show. Thank you, Jim. I want to say one more thing. Not only is it me, but my second command, Aaron Heron, God-fearing Christian, all my command staff. That's what's making us successful. That's why we're up 300% in the rest. We all think like-minded. We all pray. We're, we're getting the job done. Don't let up.
Great to hear, Sheriff. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank it was you. a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. All right, all you listeners and watchers out there, be praying for the sheriff, be praying for uh, Columbus County, North Carolina, uh, that God prevails here uh, and that uh, uh, God do, does strengthen his entire sheriff's department uh, with that blessed power that only Christ can give all of us. And remember to share this podcast, spread it around, get other people. We're here to give patriots a voice. That's what we want to do because we know the mainstream media is either going to distort it or not give it at all. So tune into our show. Make sure others learn about it and follow us. And we'll be talking to you again next week. Thanks for coming and watching.